Welcome to Optimist in Progress. I'm Tom Johnston and with me is Dr. Drea Lettermendi. Cheers, Tom. How are you? <laughs> morning, Drea. I'm good. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing well. Today, we're picking up on the conversation that we had with Tamika Drew, who is a really high achieving person. She is the founder of Bico Flower. It's a female and family run cannabis company based in LA. She also works um, for Forefront Ventures and she's the former national director of the Liberty Tree Foundation, which supports grassroots campaigns for democratic reform. And at some point she also ran for local office endorsed by the Green Party. So she's got a lot going on. She's a parent too. She has multiple children and so she combines all of those things as you know as a mum as a parent as a partner she is a, a prolific individual yeah she comes across as so balanced and well organized and the list of things you mentioned you know are her main roles her main ventures and yet i'm sure there are a number of things she's also volunteering with and working with and it's it can seem almost insurmountable, but she does come across as very disciplined and balanced. It's pretty amazing. I thought before talking to her and looking at her resume, I was like, oh God, there's this kind of alpha super achiever who's going to be all about lists and to-do lists and five-year plans. But actually, when we talked to her, one of the most insightful things I took out of the conversation was when you asked her about her own self-care routine, how she looks after herself. And she described a really simple thing, which kind of surprised me in the conversation, but actually was really powerful, where she said she gave herself permission to set everything aside some evenings. So in order to just kind of look after herself, she would agree with her partner that they would just not, have to kind of completely clean the house up or have everything perfect uh, and in order that evening and that was a form of self-care and she talked about the concept of writing your own permission slip which I thought was a really interesting thought and kind of lets yourself off the hook at some point um, particularly for someone who's pushing so hard in so many directions so I'd love to talk about that I just was really interested to hear what your take on that was and if if kind of writing our own permission slip is something that you think is is good for our mental health. It is. And she had reminded me that just a few days before, while I was taking a cycling, a, a spin class, the instructor had said, you're going to write your own permission slip right now. And I had heard this phrase before. Occasionally, I've, I've seen it. It's used in counseling sometimes, but I realized that right now this concept of writing your own permission slip is just so impactful and empowering. And I took a moment to reflect on why this is the case, like why taking this intentional pause and conceptually giving yourself permission to step away from work is, is a profound idea. Like why does this have this, uh, why do we have this reaction to this idea of permission slips. And I think it's because of the busyness of our culture. I think we often identify with busyness and work. When someone asks, how are you doing? We often don't talk about our emotions. We often say, well, I'm about to do this, or I'm working on this, or I'm, uh, I'm, I have this project coming up. We're so aligned with productivity, work, and tasks 
that we might even be a little too hyper-focused on those aspects. And I think the, the flip side of this, of course, is that if we're not identifying with busyness, if we're saying, you know, I'm not doing anything, I, that has in our culture a negative connotation. It almost right. Bring, right. brings up the concept of laziness. And the word lazy has uh, is almost like a huge insult. Like no one wants to be called lazy. We don't want to be seen as... Uh, not having regard or respect for work. You know, we don't, we don't want to be seen as unmotivated. So we're just yeah. trying so hard to avoid that label of laziness that I think we, we go to the extreme. So busyness can kind of be seen as a crutch. I think, I think that's, that's quite often the case. You know, busyness is good, good busy, people often say, and doing nothing is, is seen as bad. It's kind of the enemy of, of busy. I guess also the way that we work has changed hugely. I mean, I think if you if you go back to where they, you know, that you finish at a set time, you, you work a nine to five, you leave. Those days of your job finishing when you walk out the door, first of all, maybe you're not walking out of a door at all because everyone's remote working at the moment or a lot of people are. But also now with mobile devices, everyone's kind of available all the time. And so that idea that it just stops and then you have space for yourself has to be self-defined, I guess. Absolutely. This is a time of increased autonomy, increased decision-making, and for some of us, fewer guardrails, fewer guidelines. I think we have a lot of uh, important information that we're learning about in regards to managing this pandemic and keeping ourselves safe. And yet we've been experimenting in a way with how we manage our days the biggest question I've gotten throughout the year is work-life balance. How do I manage all the things I need to do for work? How do I balance that with my household and social responsibilities? And then how do I take care of myself? Why does that have to come last? So in regards to permission slips, this is an idea that actually some counselors say you can you can literally take out pieces of paper and write down permission slips and categorize them, keep them in your pocket, revisit them. Um, I, I tend to suggest that maybe there are types of permission slips or types of permissions that we can award ourselves. This is about self-care, self-love. This is about giving yourself the authorship of, of your own well-being, and it's super important. So there are a few types of permission slips. Um, one permission slip is uh, the permission to be bored, which is one of the <laughs> first ones I would say is so important. This is when we just tell ourselves, you got nothing. You got nothing to do. Yes, you're, you have a, probably a to-do list. There are dishes in the sink. There are errands to do. Maybe you're working on a big project. But this is your time. This is your permission to just do nothing and experience that sense of idleness. Uh, and researchers say that that could actually improve focus, that can improve mm. creative thinking. It, it makes us feel um, much more expansive in our cognitions. We're not so narrow because we've just had time to reflect and to kind of build those really important neurobiological systems and centers in our brain. A second That's type of permission slip is deliberate rest. And I think this is what um, Tamika was talking about. This is taking a pause and just disconnecting from the work. 
This means you engage in activities that could be like really low key, working on a puzzle, reading a book, lying down. Um, but the restfulness is that you're really centered around walking away, putting that work away and experiencing actual rest in your day. Busy is actually one of those words and one of those ideas that I personally have thought about a lot. And I made a really conscious decision when I was at college. And I was, at the time, I was training to be in the national rowing team. And I I was at college and had a job as well. And so on the face of it, compared to a lot of undergrads, I was busy. Like I had a lot more tasks to do in a day than most people did but I made a conscious decision to never kind of say I was busy and I actually never thought of myself as busy and all the things I was doing I kind of wanted to do clearly sort of writing long essays late into the night was not something that I you might have put those off a little bit a little bit longer yeah but I, I did want on some level, to be there doing what I was doing. And I thought that by acknowledging that I was busy, the whole thing would get kind of out of control. Whereas actually, all I saw was I had a series of tasks to do every day, which I just needed to do one by one. Um, And I enjoyed doing them all, actually. And generally speaking, not every day. Some training was really hard. Some essays were horrible. But generally speaking, it was the case I didn't see myself as busy and there were just a series of tasks. And I noticed it when I moved into the the workforce and in in my kind of professional life, sometimes you'd ask people how they were and they'd describe themselves as busy. And it seems like a strange way to kind of look at your life as busy. And, And I always kind of thought about busyness being kind of imposed on you and, and, and something that was happening to you rather than something that you wanted to do. So is, is a permission slip, in a way, kind of taking control back from all these things that, are, that need doing in your life? Is, is, is that what a permission slip does? Certainly. It gives the sense of agency in a very fast-paced, high-achieving culture. Um, and, I, and I think whether you're an entrepreneur and, and maybe have more autonomy, or you actually are uh, aligned with or, or supporting an organization or corporation, there are levels of autonomy that you're looking for. And our ownership over our bodies and our brains is something, you know, no one can can have that. That is something that's incredibly important for our dignity, for our sense of self-worth, for our overall sense of self. And achievement comes from that. So you mentioned how you were able to kind of think about your tasks and and the projects you were working on, the training you were doing in a sense that was intentional. But I also hear you say that you tried to focus on one thing at a time. Um, and, And that's one particular permission slip that is important to name too. That, you know, someone's listening to this and saying, I have way too many things to do. I really can't give myself a permission slip to walk away from everything. One particular permission slip that I would advise is flow. This means that you take your tasks or your projects one by one. You focus deeply on a single task. And when we do this and try to take those distractions away, take those extra, you know, the noise away of the things that you can't get to right now, 
um, we're more productive, we're more efficient, we're happier. Um, so that that's something that I, I hear you actually did when you recognized that this concept of busy didn't work for your mentality and certainly didn't help you get things done. Uh, so I, I think that's an important idea that can, that can come out of maybe your lived experience. Uh, but another piece of that is exactly what you said, that sense of agency over how you're making decisions and how you're framing your experience as not one that is a result of other people's demands or other, or, or this, uh, or some social demands, occupational demands, academic demands, but more so a result of your decision-making and intentionality about how you want to build your day. I think that mentality, that psychology of this could be extremely empowering and helpful when we feel like we have a lot on our plates. The two types that you mentioned, and maybe there's a third, so there's a, a do nothing permission slip, which chimes actually with one of the things that Michael Lira was talking about a little while ago, which was just space to, to kind of let your mind go idle. And that's where creativity comes from. Um, deliberate rest, that seems like a, a key one. And that's what Tamika was picking up on, which is just like, the most important thing I can do right now is just rest and not worry about anything else. And then the idea that uh, like freedom just to kind of be in a flow state where you're just focusing on one thing at a time. Those permission slips, which I'm definitely going to write myself this weekend, can all help us feel like in a day or in a life that's got lots of demands on it, feel like you can build space for what you're doing and have a good sense of perspective. Exactly. I'd say one last permission slip to suggest here is the one for socializing. That when we give ourselves permission to spend time with other people, not because we're building a business or working on a project or, you know, checks a box, but simply because we want social engagement. We want the feeling of joy and happiness and learning about other people's experiences that itself is incredibly important for our own experience. So giving ourselves permission to be with other people, um, something that we haven't done a ton of uh, during the pandemic, at least not in person, can actually give feelings of um, peace and balance. And many, many busy, busy people, I'm using quotes here, many people who say they're busy find that when they take time to socialize, they are much more efficient and focused and perform better in their work after that. It's almost like other people give us this boost. It's this immeasurable thing. It's a really kind of interesting way that we fuel our minds. It's just by spending time with others. That's great. And I think also it is one of those things. I find myself doing it sometimes if I'm tired, I kind of feel myself kind of going as, oh, maybe I won't go to that thing this evening or maybe I won't go and see this. But actually... Inevitably, if I do manage to kind of check myself and, and force myself out the door, you end up recharging in some way from doing it. Yes, yes. That's something that I think as social beings, we should always remind ourselves to do. It's so important for our mental health. Well, Drea, thank you so much. There's four types of permission slips, which I'm now going to write myself. And I really enjoyed the conversation and maybe... This is a, a small insight as to how Tamika Drew can be so prolific and seem so effortless when she's doing it. She has the secret, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> 
Thanks for listening to Optimist in Progress, presented by Dr. Drea Mendy and me, Tom Johnston. With research by Lisa Farr Johnston, original music by Reg Science Perry, edited by Brian Ward, and produced by Aginia O'Dell. Please email us at podcast at Optimist Drinks if you have any questions, and follow at Optimist Drinks on social media for updates on the podcast as we release new episodes. Thanks for listening.